yes, 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 yes. That was a stupid way to start. I don't know why I just did that. I'm sorry, but welcome. Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Lease and Learn. That's right. It is the podcast where me, Jeff Leeson, that's why it's called Lease and Learn, finds out about fascinating, interesting people. And today is no exception. This is an interesting one today. Um, th this guy I met several years ago, he was getting out of a desk job, he wanted to get into stand-up comedy, not to perform, but to be a producer, and he reached out to me, had a few questions, we sat down, and ever since, we have been friends. He also uh, came on the road with me last year, we did a, a, Cana a full Canadian tour all across Canada, and uh, he was our, our merchandise sales guy, I guess, if, if that's the, uh, I guess is the correct term, but uh, he came all across the country with us, and we had such a great time. In fact, he is one of the main reasons this podcast has even started. He was the one of the first people to mention podcasting to me several years ago. He was one of the first people to kind of turn me on to the idea of podcasting when I first met him, and uh, ever since I've known him. Um, he's hassled me about doing one of these until I finally have. So it, uh, it, made, it only made sense to have him on as a guest, and you guys are going to love him. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Derek Birch. Hey, nice Derek, what's up, man? I am... Uh... I'm glad to be on this podcast. This I can is tell. A, it's a dream of mine, actually. Is it really? Well, you know what? This is interesting. You are actually the reason for this podcast in many ways. You are uh, someone who has said uh, or said to me very many times, you should start a podcast. You should do this thing. And uh, right. finally, I decided, you know what? I might as well just get into it. So right. in many ways, you are <laughs> responsible for what is happening here. So I do need to thank you, all right. first of all. No problem. Uh, and now we're going to learn a little bit about you, Derek Birch, because let's, I've let's... known you now for a few years. <laughs> okay. Right? We've had a, what have I known you? What, five, five years? six years? About something five, like that, yeah. right? About five, six years since and I've seen you. And yeah. I have uh, always been very fascinated <laughs> by you, but I don't right. really know a, a lot about you. I know a little okay. bit. But let's start at the beginning. Sure. Where where were you born, Derek Birch? I was born in North York, Ontario. Uh -huh. um, just middle child, yep. older brother, younger brother, four years all apart. And uh, yeah, we we just had a close family. We grew up in Toronto, born right. and raised here. What were you like as a child? What's little Derek like? Little Derek. Um, I'd <laughs> say... I don't know, it's kind of like a little mischievous. Like, mischievous kid. Yeah, I like to get into trouble, you know. Things weren't bad at home, so I'd always kind of look for my own kind of excitement and trouble. So. Things were bad at home? No, they weren't. Were not bad. Were not. They were so you good. wanted a way to make yeah, them bad outside know, of there. As a kid, yeah, I just kind of started. How old when that started? How old are you when you start Probably getting mischievous? Probably 10? 10 years old. Maybe 8. 8. 8 years old. Yeah. Well, what was your first, uh, you remember the first thing you did? Uh... This one stands out. Um, yeah, this girl in uh, elementary school, I used to follow her home. Okay, here after, we go. <laughs> uh huh. I used to. She used to How old? Sorry? Maybe eight. You're eight at this time. Right. And she's eight? Yeah, we were in the okay. same class. And I remember it wasn't good. This is like, this is like classic bullying. Like, she was in, she was in class, and I remember I used to make fun of her. Even I used to make fun of her at recess. For what? Uh, she had these yellow teeth. Okay. And I used to call her butter teeth. Butter teeth. Right, yeah. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I was, yeah. Butter typically not yellow, yellow. unless you melt yeah, it. Yeah, I guess. Not so a, melted not a, butter yeah. teeth, I'm really. a kid, right? And it's yeah, a stupid sure. thing to say, but. Right. right. So, and, and then and then you want to follow butter teeth home <laughs> after? Yeah. I, and I every did, day? No, not every day, but I Reminding did. her of the teeth a while you're following bit, her? A little bit. Are you shouting at her, hey, I butter did. teeth, I'm back I, here? <laughs> I actually did. You by yourself? I am. And she's by herself? Yeah. So this isn't to impress no, your friends no, and make no. them this laugh. This is like a little crazy. Just like a little Looking vendetta. back now, it's like, that was pretty like weird. Like you're stalking a Very little weird. kid home yeah. and like bullying them and like shouting at them. Sure. Yeah. About, I remember uh, I got always a, about yeah. the teeth or is it different things you're... <laughs> I remember, yeah, I think I was, I may have made fun of something else of hers too. Yeah. I don't know. Didn't I remember her name, like I apologize, Cindy Wong, if you're out there. Cindy Wong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember it's it's crazy, but yeah, that was like something I remember. I, I got expelled from school in like grade three. Did you get something. expelled for 
specifically the calling yeah. her the names or the following home. Yeah, the following the home. Like, it's just crazy behavior. Right. And I was like a normal kid, but I was just like, I'm bored almost. And I, I remember I was like... Do you have friends at this time? <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. Are you a popular kid? Not really. No, but not you have really. a group of friends. Yeah. Okay. And I had two brothers. It's just, I don't know, for some reason, I did that. And I think once I did that, I something changed in me. I never was like that again. I was very like... <gasps> Sticking up for people and stuff after that. After the after yeah. the butter teeth incident. Yeah, I felt like interesting. Crap as so you're a kid, eight years yeah. old. You follow yeah. Cindy home. Right. You're chanting at her the whole way. Right. Taunting her. Yeah. You get suspended. Yeah. Expelled. Oh, like uh, uh, done. Like can't come. Can't here come back to that school. Wow. Yeah. So. So now, now they ship you off. What grade is this? I want to say four, maybe. Unbelievable! Wow, this is yeah. young. This is young to be this <laughs> yeah, angry, young, you know. Yeah, that's young. Birth. So you're, so you're going to another school now, right? And what do your parents say? What's the vibe at home? What uh, is going on? No, I think after that it was fine. I, I kind of was in more extracurricular activities. After that, I played more sports and but I was an altar boy and the all day that they stuff. They say yeah. or expelled when they say, right? Your son can't come here anymore because he's following people home yelling <laughs> butter teeth. What are, what are your parents? What do they say to you? You know what? I can't even really remember. What do they say? Pull out a picture? Let's see the teeth, son? Let's see if you had a point? Or, or are they like, what the fuck are you doing? No, and we didn't have yearbooks for grade three or four, so I can't even... You couldn't you. even prove it. I, could, I couldn't. I just know in my in my head, looking back, I'm like, I remember those teeth. I, are you disciplined at home? Are they... Are they are I probably you, was. I was probably are like... You grounded? Grounded, you know, classic 80s grounding. Right. You can't... I don't know. What is that? What's a classic 80s grounding? Ferris Bueller? <laughs> I don't know. You can't watch TV past nine o'clock or something like that. Who knows? Wow, past nine. Yeah, something like who knows? School day ends at three. You get six hours of TV time. <laughs> That's unbelievable. It could have been earlier. You only get six hours of television in, son. Hey, it was a different time, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, what was there like nine channels in the eighties or something, right? So yeah, there was right. not a whole lot you could do really past really? nine anyway. So you're you're suspended now. You now you go to the other school, right? And now you're coming in here to the guy. other school, a new man, a fun guy now. I now change up. I change up. I'm a fun guy. guy. Yeah. Now you're fun. Eight right. though. You're still eight. <laughs> Eight or nine around Eight that. or nine. Uh, yeah, close okay, to that Okay, so area. now you go to the other school, coming in, saying, hey, I was the, the kid. I don't know if you heard about me. <laughs> I don't know if you heard about me or not, but I was the kid that got expelled from that other one, the butter teeth incident. I'm sure you heard about it. I promise I won't follow any of you home if I can just stay at this school. Right. And so now what What kind of kid are you? No, I was just like a nice kid. I don't know. I was I big into going to church at that time. I was going to Catholic school, so... I remember I was an altar boy, so I was doing that stuff. This is after the uh, the incident of <laughs> yeah. following somebody home. Yeah, this you have is a like, religious experience now. I mean, because I, I grew up Catholic, so it just was in my head. I was like, I know I should be doing better. and right. I, f- I felt a lot of shame. At eight years old. Yeah, I knew. I know this is beneath <laughs> me. I shouldn't be doing this. Right. I know this is making this person not feel good. Right. So. So now right. you come back, you're reformed, you're going I to repent. You you yeah. you're doing doing great things with the Lord now. You brought the Lord into your life. Right. Now you're getting back on track. You're right. at the new school, right? right? Yeah. Now are you still acting out or are you a completely no. changed human now? No, no more act outs. No more act outs. It was just the one. It was just that one like real Just the one incident of butter teeth <laughs> and following this kid home. Cindy Wong. At I eight apologize. years old. So ever yeah. since eight, you haven't you haven't been a rebellious kind of guy. Well, we had another phase, you know, that was the was first phase. phase. What yeah. was the other phase? When did the other phase happen? More in the 20s. In yeah. the 20s? Right, yeah. Oh, now you're like a early. man. Now you're an adult. Actually, I'd say late teens, late teens. Late teens. Right. Now you're changing it. No, late teens. I'd okay. say about 18. 18, right. And so walk me through, you go through from eight years old <laughs> right. up to 18. Mm-hmm. You got 10 years of the good Lord behavior. and good, good behavior. behavior. And now we're 18. What happens? What's the change? Um, no, I I was kind of like seeing my older brother, how he grew up. He was a little bit more wild, too. So he was more into partying. And I saw him with Kester. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Kester. Kester. One so of he my was favorite mo- names of a human ever. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Kester, the yeah. food stylist. If you guys, food stylist as well. Yeah. Kester, the food stylist, exactly, which is unbelievable. It's a great, it's amazing. great thing. Um, Guy so takes I just remember, pictures of food. It's, it's yeah, incredible. so he grew up. He was a little like wilder as a teenager, like early teenager. And you're and what's I the age difference? 
Four years. Four years. So he's 16, you're 12. Yeah. He's 17, you're 13. 13. You're looking at him going, yeah. look at the yeah. life this guy's living. I remember. He's out there yeah. rebelling, mm-hmm. getting into trouble. Here Definitely. I am going right. to the fucking <laughs> church. I've been good since eight. I want to mix it up a little bit now. Yeah, but he didn't inspire me to do that. It was more like he kind of almost scared me away from doing like anything bad because... And he just did cool, fun stuff. Like I remember him like picking me up on a motorcycle, like in his. Gra- yeah, his. He had a motorcycle. I was in grade seven, so he was in grade eleven. I think he had it. Like right when he was sixteen, he got his license. Right, so, picks you up on a motorcycle. Yeah. But at eighteen, me, you but yeah. have some kind of thing happen where now right. you're now you're becoming a shithead again. Yeah, for a little, a little bit, another little period bit. of time. Yeah. What happens? Um. Yeah. Just kind of. I don't know. I started getting into trouble at work, kind of in the sense of work. Where you work? <laughs> okay. Well, we're past the seven year, all that clearance and everything. So I'm I sorry. Work, no, uh, the city of Toronto. I was working in the government. Okay. So working okay. in the government, working in payroll department as a student, and uh, yeah, me and some of the other students, we just got this idea of how we could like make some extra money that summer, and we kind of did. And what'd you do? We a we got some blank checks, some government blank checks, oh, and wow. we uh, had those made out to ourselves and people that we knew. And so, how um, did you get caught? Didn't say I got caught. <laughs> I didn't say that. No. Didn't get caught. No. So you are working there as a student, right? Being paid, or you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, okay. So you're working as a right. student. You come across some blank checks. <laughs> you and your friends decide we're right. gonna. Do a little yeah, scam here? Some dumb shit, yeah. And you don't get yeah. caught? No, we didn't get caught. So how long does this go on for? How couple, many checks are we talking A couple about? months, I don't know. Maybe two months, and I don't know, maybe 10 checks, 20 checks. And you cashed them? Oh, yeah. All we of you them cashed them? Yeah. Never a problem? Yeah, there was a problem, one what or two. What was the problem? Uh, someone got picked up. Picked had, up? In the sense of, it was kind of weird, because the guy who tried to cash it, under a fake name... He also worked for the government, so he was kind of easy to find. It was a government check, and he had a legitimate job working for the government. As you all did. Uh, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Right. Yeah. So you all worked for the government. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't actually cast them in my name, but... They were in someone else's yeah, name? Yeah, they were a always... A person? Oh, no, or a real person that we knew. And then you would just get the money from yeah, them? Yeah, yeah. So we did that for... And the person who actually orchestrated that whole thing was the supervisor's daughter. Like, I can look back and I'm like, wow, like, she was kind of the mastermind behind it, but I just went along. I was like, wow, that looks pretty cool. And that was another just little dumb little phase I had for a couple of years. But you, didn't, stuff like you that. didn't get caught, but someone gets caught. Right. And what happens to that guy? No, the guy, he got picked up, but he called me like- Picked was, up, picked <laughs> up by police? police yeah, question. Arrested? Yes, arrested. In jail? Is this Don't gentleman know. in jail now? No, 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 no. Not in jail. But I remember he Does called me. Does he serve me. time? No. He just told me he was questioned by the police and he didn't say anything. Questioned? So, so oh, they yeah. didn't catch him. They just yeah, they questioned picked him, him up, said, was this you? He says no, and that's it? Like, I don't know. They said they questioned him in like an interrogation room. So. And then what? He, they let him go? Yeah. He didn't. Ha- they didn't give him a name, so he didn't really. They didn't really have a, some, anything else to go on. So every one of you gets to keep yeah, this we all money. Got it. Yeah, we all kept. And it. nobody ever gets <laughs> caught, and nothing ever happens. No, so that was just like just little dumb, like dumb little wow, stuff. How like that. easy is it to steal money from the city of Toronto? Apparently, no. I mean, that was that was before online. That was before the internet. Really, this is the time, literally, where you could, you could literally just print. So the blank checks that we got, you could. Lit- we literally had to go over to a typewriter. And like put it typewriter. In, feed How it, fucking f- old are you? Where, what <laughs> I'll tell era you in a is this? So we'd feed it into the typewriter. You type out the person's name and how much the money is, like what the amount is, and we have like a blank check, like someone's like stamp that we rubber stamp all the signatures of all the supervisors and everything. So it's like how much? Just like type it up. I just go home on my typewriter and just type up checks and stuff wow. like that. So yeah, it was a little different before online. There was no really traceability back then. They wouldn't even know if a stack of checks went missing. Wow. So you don't get caught. You get the money. When do you quit the job? Is it done after high school? No. So I worked there three summers. Did you steal every summer? The second and the third. So the first summer you do the job, second and third. It's like, we should probably do some other shit here. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. 
So, right. and then what happens after the third third summer? You're uh, done? Yeah, I just wasn't asked to come back. I thought right. I was going to be able to stay because... You weren't asked to come back? Yeah. And they, any indication as to why? No, they were suspicious of me. Like one Oh, of the, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Is that because of the checks or is that it a totally separate? It checks, yeah. Of course, of course. Um, so, second summer, no problem. Third summer, now we're starting to ask questions right. like, where the fuck is our money? Right. And why have you been taking checks? Yeah. And so, there's some questions asked there's no proof at all like there's absolutely nothing like there's no proof and there was something else that weird happened that last summer or the going into the fall okay so that was like september what was that what was weird <laughs> well i remember it's like september 11th like 2001 it's like the the day the towers fell obviously right so i remember i was at work and that shit happened and we all ended up leaving work so everyone left work early that day right and then I got called in to my manager's office a couple of days ago and the, days after. And they were like, uh, we heard you left early on that day. And, you know, that's going to be another like strike against you. We can't keep it. They were lo- almost looking for a reason to fire me. And it was so weird that it was like weird because it was like September 11th. Everybody left early that day. And that was the day that they kind of let me go too from that job. So a bunch of people leave. Yeah. You leave also. Yeah. They don't get questioned, you do. No, I don't like I didn't get questioned either. <laughs> they just really had no- <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Anyway. You you get questioned. Right. They say this is another strike right. against you. Yeah. First strike was the checks? Uh they didn't even have proof on that. So the first one could have been I I don't know what exactly the first one. It could have been like some kind of incident I had with this guy. <laughs> You had an incident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Okay. That's not interesting. What happened? To, what was the incident? Nah, it was just like a, more of a drinking on the job kind of thing. So you're getting hammered. Not hammered, but we had a drink. And I think. I drink. I drink. Of? I believe it was vodka and uh, orange juice. And it, who is this guy? This is guy, he a, a superior or is no, he another No, this guy student? was just. Um, wow, this guy. <laughs> his name was David Johnstone. Okay. And he was probably like one of my favorite guys I ever worked with. But like looking back, he was like a pretty heavy drinker. I guess so. He was <laughs> drinking on the job. Right. And I was he like. He works for the fucking city. What, what is it? What's his job there? Uh, he was in payroll as well. So he was like so a payroll he's representative. in the payroll department. <laughs> right. Getting drunk at work. Who brings up, hey, you know what we should do right now in the middle yeah, of the day? We should have we a sat drink. sat next to each other, so I was like and a student. And he's older. He's a man? Yeah, I was 19. He was like probably 37. Jesus Christ. So here's here's a kid sitting with a man at his job. <laughs> right. And, and the man says, hey. Can you go downstairs and get me some vodka? Can you go get me vodka? Right. He's like, I got some orange juice. I'm making some drinks. And I'm and, like. And you uh, say, sure. Uh, okay. This is at yeah, this 11 a.m. Like noon, or whatever. 11, right. Yeah, noon. Yeah. Every day or just one no, day? No, not every day, but. Multiple days. <laughs> oh, multiple times so a week. So they don't yeah. catch you for the most no, part. No. And then all of a sudden, maybe, one day, how do they catch you? Maybe there's some talk about him drinking. So. Right. I don't know. It kind of probably got out that I was. I mean, I had some incidents, I'll say again, like at work too, like after hours too. So, yeah. What I, do you mean? <laughs> so I. Like, I had gone out maybe my second year to an office party, and I remember I was drinking, and I ended up making out with one of the ladies who worked there. And right. it was this, he- yeah, make out Birch, you know me. It's the yeah. story of my life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I ended up making out with this lady, and then everyone in the office was talking about it. So I think everyone was talking that, like, oh, this guy likes to go out and drink. And it was probably, a, a, yeah. And me hanging around this guy wasn't, Exactly the best kind of thing to be doing. So, so you're you're a kid working in the the. I mean, I'm city. I'm, a, I'm an I'm a man. You're 19, 19 years old, I'm right? Man, yeah, that's a kid. <laughs> you're a kid working for the city. You go to right. an office party. You end up making out with one of the women oh, in the department. Yeah, like she's a, like an older woman. Oh, I'm Manuela. Oh, sorry, Manuela. Right. And how right. old are we talking? I was 19. She must have been 36, right, which is, 38. Which is really your, your <laughs> My thing. My wheelhouse. Um, so, uh, you. so you make out with her at the office party. Right. Somehow you get a reputation as a guy who might like to tip a few back and right. maybe make some poor decisions. Sure. Since he's making out at a fucking office party. 
with Manuela, right, right? Right. And now all of a sudden they go, they put two and two together and go, oh shit, we put this guy with that heavy drinker every day. <laughs> Maybe there's some shit going on at right. two in the afternoon on a Wednesday. Right. We we ought to look into this. Right. Then they'd start taking a closer look. Yeah, I think probably a little bit. And that, just like I said, that by by the third year, I think it was just. But how do you get caught? I really can't even remember to tell you the truth. Because you're drunk. <laughs> Because you were drunk. You don't remember. So now cut to months later, you've had the office party where you're making out with the woman. (laughs) You're drinking on the job with the guy. Now they got you with the checks. Maybe, maybe not. And now here we are later. And on September 11th, when the the fucking towers are being attacked, mysteriously, this guy leaves. Right. Now we've got to sit him down and say, hey, listen. You left early on this day, so did right. everybody else, but really we've been needing to fire you since we found <laughs> out that you've been helping Gary drink on the job every day, right? Gary, no. Or whatever funny. his name is, right? Yeah. So David. now you're fired right? because you left early, right? but really that's not it. It's right. it's a, a buildup of all the other things. For sure. And you're 19. Right. Where do you go from there? Um, From there, I just started just getting... Like corporate jobs, so I started like applying for like customer service jobs at Rogers. Did you Royal get that? Royal Bank. Uh, yeah, I ended up getting the. Where's Ro- the next place you oh, work? Royal Bank. Royal Bank. Royal Bank. Right. And what do you do there? Uh, I worked as a teller, and then as a front desk operator or officer. Okay. Then as the assistant officer who like sends the checks, like uh. Back to the checks. <laughs> The the money orders, like the wire transfers, all that stuff internationally. That's you. Yeah. Okay. And then I worked as a personal banker, so opening up new accounts, selling GICs, mutual funds. At RBC. Yeah. And then how does that end? Very badly, actually. Fired? Yep, definitely fired. Why? This one was for some fraud. Fraud? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. That you've done? Yeah. What did you do? (laughs) Um... A little bit of everything, like just everything from like fake money, so like counterfeit money right. to uh, duplicating people's like credit cards, their bank cards, trap like tra- t- and and so you're duplicating checks. credit cards to yeah. use them like yeah. to spend their money, right? And then they find out, oh my god, this guy we hired. Uh, who somehow got a job here, even though he's been fired for drinking on the job by the city of Toronto. Uh, now we've hired him. He's worked up our system, and now he's fraudulently right. doing these things. And they fire you, but no legal ramifications at all. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Okay, what happens there? Like it was like I worked there for two and a half years. I gotta say, first, it sounds like I'm like not good at my job or. I'm like really fucking over a lot of the jobs that I do, but I'm actually really good at the job. It actually sounds like you're a criminal mastermind, yeah. and and <laughs> but I'm not. you are I... you are really weaving your way through these jobs to a point where right. we've got checks being cashed and right. fraudulent shit going on, <laughs> and you know that's that's unbelievable. So now, but walk us through. You're getting fired from RBC, but okay, yeah. this has got to have a legal okay, problem. So yeah, this it, is right? what happens. So basically. The day I get fired, this is about maybe two and a half years in. Yeah. I work at like 20 different branches. So yeah. I, I'm basically a filling guy. So you're, guy. Fr- you're fraudulently doing things at every branch or was it no, at just, one branch? Just different ones. Here okay. And there. So you're doing people. something here, then you yeah. get transferred and now you're yeah. cashing well, checks. But and, not, yeah. yeah, I would just work at different places throughout sure. York region. You can't work at the same place. You can't get away with that type of shit at the same place. I mean, place you could. I kind of did actually. Okay. So you do but. it at one place and then you think, okay, I should probably move around. Yeah. So the they dumb, finally yeah. catch you. So they though. caught me. The day yeah. I, they caught me was the day I actually. Was I was right? I had my uh, handwritten resignation to hand in. Right, of course, because you can feel the yeah, pressure. Probably I could. I you was, can feel them getting closer. Yep, you can't live this life forever. Uh-huh. Things, the fucking doors are closing in on you. I can't live like this. I got to get out of here. But they catch you first, and they say what? Um, they say come with me in the back. So I just thought I was having a regular staff meeting with my manager. Right. So I'm following her, and then I walk. How much money are we talking about that you kind of got from these people? Like, are we talking hundreds of thousands, a few thousand? How much um, money did you fraudulently get? Like me personally, I didn't see a lot of it, but 
it was. So def- you're doing this for other. You're doing this. I was doing to help it with others? other people. I was doing it like. And they're paying you out of their thing. Like there's a whole. Some of thing it was like on. that, and then some of Are it. Are you involved in an, in, in in like a, a bigger uh, no, scene? It was like just is like it a couple people? people. Pulling? It was just a couple people. Are couple. you working with like a gang of some kind? <laughs> Not a gang, but like a. Some of my friends, and then some an organization, and then some of the employees. Right. Some right. of the employees. So there's a yeah. whole system yeah. going on here. Right. It's corrupt. So so they call you into the back. Right. Derek, we need to talk to you. Yeah. What happens? <laughs> and then it wasn't the manager who who was in the room. It was this guy sitting at a desk. Yep. And then he's like, hello, Mr. Birch. And he's like, this is your file. And it was a file about this thick. Yep. And he uh, put it down on the table. And then he was like, do you remember this blah, blah, blah incident? Do you remember when you changed this guy's PIN number? And he just started rattling off all these different things. And I was like... Okay, it sounds like this guy might know something. And he's like, oh, if you <laughs> yeah. don't, he's like, I've got a TV here. We could watch it. I could, I could just put it on right now. And I was just like, I literally froze up. And I was like, of course. Okay, just do not say anything. You know, just remember rule number one, you know, shut your fucking mouth. Don't say anything. And I, he just kept talking. He kept talking about all this stuff. And then he gave me his card at the end. And he was like, um, yeah, I'll be in contact with you. But he's like, obviously you're fired and you need to find a new job. So And who was he? And he walked me out. He was a former police officer. He was a private investigator for Royal Bank. And so do they arrest you? No. He just said, you're free to go. But you're fired? I'll, you're fired. You're free to go. I'll be in contact with you. And then everything in my mind was just like, like that whole weekend was so fucked. Cause I was like, I might need a lawyer. I might need to do a bunch of things. And I, yeah, I was so scared, man. So what happened? <laughs> Um, I ended up calling him back the next week and then meeting with him. And then <laughs> we met at a Krispy Kreme Donuts, I remember. And uh, yeah, we just kind of went through everything. We talked about like what he busted me for. It was about these business checks I was trying to cash, these fake business checks for someone else. Right. And I thought that none of them actually got cash because I'd be checking the system to see if they got cash because i get like half the money or whatever. Of course. And none of them went through and it was all weird and I was like, I was like, man, I was like, I didn't even get any of this money that you guys are like a, like saying that I got. And he's like, oh no, those checks were actually cashed and he showed me like a list of all the transcripts. So these checks actually were cashed. So I was like, fuck, this guy fucked me over. So he did cash the checks. They actually went through. But somehow I couldn't like see them. So your business partner... Right. That you're cashing fraudulent checks with yeah. is cashing the checks, not giving you the money. Right. They have no access to this guy, or did he get? Did they he get couldn't in trouble find as that well? guy. They couldn't find that guy. They don't know his name. No. Is he who's he cashing checks under the name of? Different Some business, business owners, or his? Yeah, because we'd have all the business profiles. So you're you're yeah. writing the checks to the business. Right. He's supposed to. They're cash legitimate them. checks. They're on the account. Of they course, just, you work right. at RBC. Of course, they're <laughs> legitimate. You're the inside guy. Of course. So so he's working you. How right. do you know this guy? How did you meet this guy that's pulling those strings? Um, I met the I met him through like one of my good friends who was working there as a teller too. Right, and say, so the good friend says, "Hey, I, I, I can hook us up with, with this a guy. guy who can like cash business checks, and he's got a like way so more." So for money. a while, is he giving you the money, and then all uh, of a sudden the it was money? More stops? just at the end. That was like right near the end. So, so for was, a while, you're you're making yeah, out with like, these checks. Maybe a month or so. Then eventually the checks stop. Right. You don't ask the guy, "Hey, I why did. aren't I was you just cashing like, these?" I was asking my friend because we were working doing other like scams, and they were right. working, but like this part wasn't working, so. I was just like, are the other scams through the bank or are they elsewhere? No, through the bank. They're through the bank. Yeah. So, so just this guy, just dumb shit I this was doing. former police officer <laughs> yeah. now's got you at the Krispy Kreme, right? And you're talking about the fact that he knows right. what you're doing. You've come right. clean. He's telling you that he's cashed the checks. Right. You're saying I haven't gotten any of them. I money. haven't got any money, so I'm like, now how does that get and, resolved? Uh, yeah. How, where literally, do you go to jail, or how do you? No, I thought I was like end up the answer, The question I asked him point blank. I remember I was like, so does this mean I have to get a lawyer? And he was like, no. He's like, I think you'll actually be fine. He's like, you're just, you're just like more of a lower level guy in the bank. We go after more <laughs> the people who like do like mortgages and fake lines of credit and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Even though for the last few years you've been cashing fraudulent business yeah, checks, apparently I'm, you're uh, just free to go. Apparently, like I think they only had like maybe uh, the last like year stuff because I'd worked there two and a half years and I'd been doing 
Yeah, so he was just like, I think he was more focused on those business checks at the end, which were like 10000 like 5000 8000 Like, for them, he's like, uh, we go after people for half a million dollars, and we don't even have time to actually to kind of prosecute this. So he's like, you're probably not going to need a lawyer. But he's like, good luck. You're going to have to find a new job, and you're probably going to have, yeah, a hard time just doing that. So, And I was like 24 at the time, I remember. Unbelievable. Yeah. Okay, so now you're out of that job. <laughs> Now, where's the next place you work? Um, started doing TV repair. So fixing like, people's fixing TVs, TVs over the phone. Yeah, just digital box. Over boxes. the phone. <laughs> just customer service shit. Just, so they call you when their what cable box goes down? Yeah. You or, talk them through how to. Or if they're looking at a black screen, I'm like, ma'am, just turn your fucking TV on, or without the fucking part. Okay. I just say, turn your TV. How on. long are you at this job for? Maybe like a year. What happens there? And then I, get, I actually got promoted like four times when I was in Rogers. Yeah, you seem to be good at getting promoted <laughs> so that the scams can go on. You know, I went to Rogers specifically because like, there's no way I can actually steal anything from this company or like do anything fraudulent. So I'm like, this would be a good place to go. That's what I actually thought because when I went there. Because you knew inside yourself, I, I like, know if I can run a scam, I will. To try to take I money. I cannot control that. Yeah. I will <laughs> run a scam. And I've now Back then. been I've been let go by the city of Toronto right. for drinking on the job. I, I've been let go from Not the for bank. Sure. Almost went to fucking jail. <laughs> so now I need to go to a place where I just simply cannot run a scam. Right. So you start in customer service. Right. You get promoted to what? Um, I think like technical support. So wait, customer service. I worked in technical support. Um, then I worked in like the order entry. So like working with the dispatch officers, then I got a job like working in the small business department, like doing marketing for like Rogers phone. And like, let's say they bought Aurora cable or if they bought all these different companies, like I would be the one who creates the communication and sends letters out to them and yeah, I was, a, I was a marketing guy. I was a marketing guy, yeah. And then how did, how does that end? I got downsized. They, they cut half the department in one day. So it was like, they had this huge layoff like years ago at Rogers. They're always having like like some kind of layoff. But I remember our, our like, I think it was maybe 20 people and 10 of us got cut that day. And how long are you there? How long were you there for? Maybe, uh, so I was in Rogers maybe six years total. But six years, no in, scams this time. No, nothing. Uh, nothing. No I, drinking on the job. No, I was clean, man. Um, yeah, and then I just, I worked in that last department for about a year. So after that, off again, more corporate work after that. Just keep going from office job, office job, office job. Next one is selling tax software. Over the phone? Over the phone. So you go from fixing televisions over the phone <laughs> to selling yeah. tax? What is selling it? Selling tax, tax accounting software. Software. Yeah. Over the phone. Right. And how long are you at this job? About a year and a half. Now this sounds like there could be some scamming going on. Is there anything <laughs> no. you're doing here? No, this is it was one of my favorite jobs actually. And what happened? Because my boss, it was a uh, my boss was this Newfoundland lady. Yeah, Sheila, real fun, real fun lady, real cool. But yeah, no scams, man. I just sold accounting software on the phone. Like I hit my sales targets. I was good at the job. It was like a good little crew, and then I got downsized again. Like maybe a year and a half in. So, yeah, they cut like three out of the six people in our department that same day. So downsize yeah, again. Downsize again, yeah. And then on to what after that? Uh, stand-up comedy. I started stand -up comedy. producing some shows. And Unbelievable. Yeah, well, that's what led us to this. That here's was the what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break, and then uh, we're going to get back here and talk more about uh, Derek Birch. And uh, all of his jobs that he's been fired from or left for a varying degree of reasons. Right. One of the greatest Canadian criminal masterminds of our generation. A man who has escaped jail, A man with no record. On several, no record, record of any of this other than this podcast now. Uh, Derek Birch. More with Derek right after this. This episode of Lease and Learned is sponsored by the Big Fish Steak and Lounge in Sarnia, Ontario. One of my personal favorite 
restaurants in, in the world. I was going to say in the country, but no, in the world. They have some of the greatest food I have ever had. Every single time I eat there, I think to myself, it will never get better than what I have just eaten. And the next time I go back, they top it once again. It's that good. If you live in the Sarnia area, make sure you book your reservation for lunch or dinner or hell, book your reservation for both right now. Do it tonight. What are you going to cook for dinner tonight? Probably something awful. Don't do that. Head on over to the Big Fish Steak and Lounge. If you don't live in Sarnia, I suggest you make a trip down just for the food. Or if you're going to be in the area, stop in and have one of the greatest meals you will ever have. This episode is also sponsored by The Carlot Etc. in Sudbury, Ontario, where they make buying your next vehicle very, very easy. Let's say you go online, you find a vehicle that you want to test drive, but you can't quite make it in. No problem at all. They will bring the vehicle to you so you can take that test drive right from your own home. They do have the largest used truck inventory in the north. They also have the best selection of cars, SUVs, and vans. If you're like me and your credit is, let's say, not great, that's no problem. They do have options for everyone. You can also trade in your vehicle. They offer the best trade-in value in the north. So head on over to the website, thecarlot.ca, and book a test drive right now. This episode is also sponsored by MVP Properties. For all of your property management needs in southwestern Ontario and the GTA, big or small, these folks do it all. From helping you find great renters for an investment property to large-scale property management, MVP Properties is a complete solution property management provider based out of the Kitchener-Waterloo area. Problems with your current property manager? No problem. Give them a call. They'll be happy to give you great service at a reasonable rate. Visit mvpproperties.ca or call toll-free 1-844-284-RENT. That's 1-844-284-7368 or locally at 226-499-4687. This episode is also sponsored by Laughing Viking Studios in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Laughing Vikings is a digital media studio and live entertainment production company turning delusions into reality. Located in the heart of Toronto's TV and film district, the studio is the ideal home for creators, actors, podcasters, photographers, and filmmakers who need a convenient and flexible space to create. Book your studio time for self-tapes, podcasting, film shoots, photo shoots, casting sessions, workshops, and rehearsals, and ask about their memberships. Visit laughingvikings.com today. We're back here with uh, Derek Birch, employee of the month, Derek Birch. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and I, I want to, we've gotten to the point where you got into stand up, but I want to go back for a second. Come on. Uh, okay. because I want to know, you know, obviously you had this kind of stuff going on at work, right, this right. fraudulent behavior and the criminal right. activity. Yeah. I want to know outside of work, <laughs> okay. what was going on outside of work? What kind of people are you hanging around? What type of stuff are you into? Cause if you're doing this shit at work, there's gotta be some crazy shit going on after work. Um, yeah, so during that time, you know, I kind of had a, I had like two sets of friends almost, like right. like friends who were just like into normal, non-criminal shit, and then some criminal friends who would like usually hang out and try to figure out new ways to kind of make a little extra money here and there. But we always used to like be really close, so we'd always, I remember, used to play a lot of poker games together. We always like used to go out, like hang out together at clubs, different things. Right, that's um, yeah. the normal stuff right. that people do when they <laughs> hang out. Um, true or false, you right. uh, were going to rob a bank at one point. <laughs> right, right. I mean, that I thought. I was told there you. a plan in place to rob a bank? At at, at one point, we had actually, uh, you know, started thinking what that might be like. Yeah, yeah. And who comes up with that? You're sitting around playing poker. poker You're definitely. going to the clubs. No, but we play like a lot of house games. This is like when right. Texas Hold'em was getting big on sure. 
online, you no know, Chris Moneymaker, that 2000. So you're playing yeah. each other online? No, we just actually would invite each other over. We'd together. Have, yeah, so we'd have our together, friends and friends. Playing the poker. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, you know what, guys? This isn't very uh, thrilling. <laughs> what if what if we robbed a bank? And I want to also know, is this the time where you're working at the bank? Are you the inside man at the bank? Uh, I think this could have been... Um Shit, now I'm like thinking, I'm like, there's two different things we were planning at the same time. So I think, so the the, the time while we were at the bank, the time I was at the bank, we were working on like robbing this other guy completely who was just a business A guy? Owner. Yeah. Okay. And then I remember- Robbing him like his, of money or things? Cash. Where? At his house? Uh, no, just he came and picked up money from the bank all the time, so- so you're gonna wait till he got outside. You you tell your friends, hey, yeah. he just came out. You're, he just came in. He's got the Kinda money. Kind of like that, yeah. Did it ever happen? Yeah. You robbed him, <laughs> right? Yeah. You robbed him. It took or a, who? Yeah. No, we all. And did. how? Gun? No. Knife? No. How do you we rob? We try him? to. We try to do it. So you just yell. <laughs> it was. It was kind of well, not funny, but we knew. Okay, I knew his whole pattern because he's coming to pick up money. All every weekend, he used to fill ATM machines, so he'd always need tons of cash. Right. Different amounts. And yeah, for some reason, he stopped getting security, he stopped like having like people follow him, even. Like, you never really want to do that stuff by yourself, or you want to have someone else with you. And he was just really sloppy, apparently. So we thought we could maybe rob this guy. And we, well, you did rob him. Yeah. So, how'd you do it? <laughs> Uh, we just watched him, his pattern for about like about a year or so. We and then one Saturday morning, we actually like executed that thing. It was like it was cool. We came in, picked up the money at the bank. I thought he'd have like fifty thousand or close to something in that. And uh, yeah, they followed him. Like I, I followed him actually. I remember him leaving the bank, and I was following. Him. It was a day that I called in. Like I wasn't working that day. So I remember I followed him like he went on the highway down to like Regent Park area and parked up. And then, uh, yeah, he left his money in the front seat. He went into a store, he left his money, and then we got it out the car. What? Yeah, it was pretty easy, actually. Like we followed him. He was so sloppy. He literally got out the car. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? No, this is what happened. He literally, so he... He gets out the car. He goes into like a convenience store. He locks his doors. But we had a plan, obviously, for that, too. So this guy comes up to the car. Like, I remember, I hear just one of the loudest cracks I've ever heard. And it was him slamming the front, like, windshield and then not breaking. Like, the (laughs) Who, your buddy? Yeah, with a crowbar or something. So he slams and it's like, crack. And it's like, okay, shit, nothing happened. He does it again a couple of times and it finally breaks. He reaches in grabs the bag out the thing comes running out to the car i drive off and then yeah there's maybe like three or four of us how much money um it ended up being 77 thousand yeah dollars cash 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 this fucking idiot (laughs) goes to the bank and asks for 77 thousand dollars by himself yeah drives to the middle of nowhere in region parks his fucking car and leaves it on the front seat he leaves it in his in the passenger seat so like he pulls up we actually kind of know exactly where he's gonna pull up so we have like a guy like just waiting for when he pulls up in the spot where he's at, where he think he's gonna pull up, he pulls up. He goes in the store. This guy gets what up. Store? Where's he, he going? To, he went into a convenience store, but he left his knapsack in the front seat. Right? We knew how sloppy he was. This is a guy. This who, is a, this is insane. Yeah. I'm mad yeah. at this guy. Yeah. He deserved to be robbed. Oh yeah, should have been robbed. Yeah, for sure. That's so, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. So we uh, we robbed him, and then but then you know that money it never really it never really like lasted it never it wasn't good money at all it was like one of those things that we had to split up four ways and then by the oh t- that's shitty you had to split your <laughs> seventy seven thousand dollars four yeah. ways and then yeah we all like had our own money and then we tried to buy a house together and then just the guy ended up like robbing me actually same guy yeah one of the guys who was in my like little crew oh like, i thought one it was of the my, guy you guys robbed no 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 one of my best friends and robbed like, you 
Him and his mom. Oh, like, you don't say. Yeah, him and his mom. They, oh, you know. wow. Is it the guy that cracked the window and stole the thing out of the... No, but he was in that little crew. He was crew. in the crew, though. Yeah. Yeah, and that guy robbed you? Like, we're high school There's friends. There's a shocker. No, we're like high school friends, like real tight. Like Yeah, well... We used to live together. We, we were just real tight. And Still I found $77, out. Still $77,000 together. I found out Probably that more. motherfucker was actually stealing from us during our poker games too. Like I found out a bunch of stuff after the fact from his like, he was like stealing from us the whole time, like longer than that. So yeah, I just walked away. Like we got a house together that was gone in Windsor, Ontario. So yeah, sometimes you got to walk away from just bad situations and bad people and just be like, you know what? This is doing absolutely nothing for me. This was wrong what I did. And then... Uh, nothing ever happened to any of you for robbing a no. man of $77,000? <laughs> no, nothing. You never saw this guy again? Did uh, you ever see him again? No. Didn't you still work at the bank? Yeah. He didn't come into the bank at all ever no, again? No. Because, I don't know, they had really nothing on me. Like, I was nothing. But why didn't he come back? That. He still had an account, right? Yeah. He didn't go clear out his whole account. No, but so you never ever saw that guy again. But ever. He, he never saw us either, too. But you never saw him. Not he him saw you. He I didn't mean, know who you are. Yeah. But you know exactly. him. You work at the bank. Yeah. You fucking scouted this guy for a year. Yeah. And after you stole his thing, you never saw him again? He no. never came in to get another uh, deposit or do a deposit or no, take anything out? Nothing. I after guess why that. would you if you lose seventy seven thousand dollars? Yeah, front and it wasn't seat. and it wasn't like like a physical robbery where he's like battering. If he did, I wasn't working at that branch. That, like that was during the time I worked at twenty different branches. Right, of course, because you're running scams. A no, no, no. Place. But I was just in a pool, and like a lot of people in the like Royal Bank pool, you work at. Let's say you work all York Region, so they could call you into Richmond Hill or Newmarket or Thornhill or. Like, they'd call you anywhere one day. So, literally, you would work 20 different branches. It was just normal for people. So, we really never came across each other that much after, but I kind of just heard about his pattern, and he was kind of sloppy, so. This is From fun. someone else. Just in- yeah. incredible. Two <laughs> yeah. cases where you should be in jail. Have you Ooh. ever been to jail? Never seen a jail. Never seen a, never seen a jail cell. I've never visited anyone in jail. I've never, like, do you ever just sit back and think? I mean, if you guys robbed, the, who else did you rob? What else did you guys no, do? No, that's because it. that's not the we only did, thing. No, 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 that was pretty much it. No fucking way. I mean, There's no way a bunch of young guys yeah. steal seventy-seven thousand right. dollars, get away scot-free, right. and go. Well, that that's was, it. That was fun. We really had a good time. No, 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 no. There's got to be, you got to up the ante. You got to rob more people at that point. You're riding a high. A little bit. Right. So what else is there? Give give me something else. You rob this guy, this idiot who deserves to be robbed anyway. (laughs) And what else Um, are we talking about here? So that's, that kind of got me into the little bit of uh, more credit card and like bank card duplication stuff. So so. that's when the RBC shit starts? No, I I was done at RBC after that. So now, so, now so who are you is, doing this with? Now who are you in with? Yeah, I'm with the same guys I play poker with. But how are you running these credit card scams now? So this is like different. This is like not through the bank at all. This is like straight through this guy. And uh, yeah, I remember he was like half Russian, half Afghan. Right. Okay. And uh, yeah, we just, he would come over. We would talk. You'd know people like different like who work different places like yo you can run these credit cards and get money back you can get do this you can buy stuff here no problem so he would sell us like a card i remember like maybe for like 60 bucks and you could probably use it for about a 500 to a thousand dollars worth of stuff so you could just use it as a regular credit card yeah and then we just started you buy cards off of him yeah so that's not you though no that's him doing something illegally yeah and then working with him right and then I started just getting in bulk too, and like, yeah, it was just. So then you get them in bulk, yeah. sell them to other people. Right. Now just, you're turning a profit on it. Right. And just, right. I remember we, yeah, we used to do just stupid shit, and like one time, that's the one time we got kind of close to almost like robbing a bank kind of thing, and thinking about it, and like putting the initial steps. But thank God what it was never. The plan? Thank God what it was never the initial even steps came. And what to, was the plan? No, the initial steps were just. This is after you're at RBC, so it's not like right. you can rob RBC. No. You're not robbing your bank. No. So you're robbing a bank. What is the plan? Yeah, this was just not even a bank. It was actually just a Brinks truck. 
So we were just planning more on robbing a Brinks truck. You're going to rob a Brinks truck. Right. How are you going to do it? Inside guy. Inside. So somebody works for Brinks? Right. You know a guy or he's got to get a job and work his way in? Uh, he ended up getting a job working his way in. So you guys have this sitting around playing poker right. and going, hey, you know what? We should rob a Brinks truck. One of us should get a job. Right. How hard is it to out, get a just, job at Brinks? No, it's got to be difficult. He had his, he got, I think I believe he already had his firearm license. He had no criminal record. Amazing. So he ended and you've up, already stolen $77,000 at this point, but no criminal record. Yeah. And you've stolen the, you've done the cash checking and all that shit right. from RBC. Right. No criminal record. Yeah. And they let him in the door. <laughs> yeah so we're just we're just thinking of like is this possible we he gets a job there he said they're pretty lax they're pretty loose people at, at brinks he's like people at brinks is like technically even if you actually rush somebody there or if you actually grab the bag of money and run then by law they're not like allowed to shoot you he says don't like, they have guns of course but he's like in their personal training if someone's running i guess this is like the opposite of police training <laughs> Like, if they're running away from you, you can't shoot them. They're like, don't worry. What the fuck is that about? What are you supposed to do? Hey! I don't know. Don't! Don't, stop, please. I don't know. Excuse me. (laughs) This is going to look bad on me. (laughs) Please come back. So one of your buddies gets a job, gets in the Brink system, right? gets in the truck, starts working there? Yeah, he's working part-time shifts. So now you got an inside guy. Right. So how do you pull it off? We were just thinking about the roots. We were thinking about like if it would be him working that shift with someone else. We thought about it better. It'd be better if it wasn't him working. It'd be better if he found out how other people schedule. We were going through a whole different kind of thing while just trying to plan this, but it never really got off the ground too far. Thankfully, I think just we were running some other stuff, and that stuff started heating up. What's the other stuff? Was the credit card stuff? So the other the credit card stuff starts going well. Right, and you think, oh, we don't need, we don't need to rob this Brinks truck anymore because right. our yeah. credit card scam is heating yeah. up here. Yeah, and then that stopped, and then I was done. That was literally the last thing I did. Like I remember, that was about when I was twenty-eight, maybe twenty-eight. Last thing you did was the credit card. Twenty-eight, twenty-one. How does yeah. that stop, and why does that stop? I just stopped one day. I remember because we'd have to go out at night. We'd go out at night, maybe around. I think between like one and three in the morning. I don't know why. The guy was just always like, if you go out around this time, you have a better chance of like, there's not as much police during patrol in this region. And we were just trying to, yeah, we were trying to figure out like where we, which banks we'd actually go to try to get money out of. So we'd have tons of like debit cards, their PIN numbers. And we were like, just try to go and get different like amounts. Some of it worked, some of it didn't work. Because people, I guess, had called their accounts like canceled or stolen or blocked for whatever reason. Right. So these were just duplicates of other cards. And this was like cards that this guy was getting in a gas station. So, you know, like when you scan your card at a gas station, yeah, they would like get the number off your card at the gas station, make another card with that exact same thing. and Of course. Yeah. So like that was back then and. Yeah, luckily I never got caught so for that too. So you just decide one day on, just, just like, this for whatever reason, yeah. I'm not doing this Yeah, we've done it like a bunch of times. Like I remember sometimes you get like a couple thousand bucks. Sometimes Is this at the point when you 2, realize 000. you're being stolen from by your friend? Uh, you're being robbed? Like I, I just don't trust these guys too much anymore. Like it's just like the guys were kind of like we knew them, but we didn't really know them. They were like friends of friends. Right. And they were just like... But didn't you say one of your buddies robbed you with his yeah. mom? Oh yeah. Is that yeah. this time or is that later? This so he had done that he had done that before. So this is later. I'm working with one of his friends. And then I just I don't know, I just wasn't getting a good vibe after like I was just like after I, you were robbed. Right. You didn't get a good vibe. <laughs> right. So you get robbed, right. your money's gone I'm like, okay. and you think, "Gee, the vibe around here isn't very good." <laughs> I'm going to see what's wrong with me. I'm going to look in the mirror and see, you know what? Maybe it's not them. Maybe this all bullshit is just all me. And I'm the same person in the equation here all the time. So let me step back from these people and let me actually just cut off all those kind of people and just start a new kind of thing. And where do you go? What do you do? No, so that was the time I I got into that like tax accounting software job. And then, yeah, I started doing the comedy thing after. And now you're out of the criminal game. Now I'm out of the criminal game. It's been a long time. 
I'm 40. So you by get the way. into comedy, the producing comedy, you're doing producing comedy shows, right? right. Then at one point, like <laughs> last year, you moved last from year. Toronto, Ontario right. out to a small town in Nova Scotia. New Glasgow. You start working at a bar. Bar and a liquor bar store. Right and a liquor store. And what happens to the liquor and store? And actually, a restaurant, two restaurants out there. I worked at four places out there. Um, what happens <laughs> at the liquor store? So the liquor store. Funny enough, you should mention the liquor store. Um, but yeah, I ended up working there for about four or five months. Yep. And then I got let go. Got fired. Yeah, fired. Uh, they said theft. They said you were stealing. Right. Right. From the register. From the register. Right. Which was bullshit. It was like 150 bucks. And I'm laughing in my in my head thinking, I'm like, of all the things to get like accused of doing. Right. Stealing 150 bucks. And it was. And you're sitting yeah. there going, dude, I stole $77,000 <laughs> from a guy whose patterns right. I watched for a year and a half. To exactly know where the right. fuck he's gonna be, right. so me and my buddy can crowbar our way into his goddamn car and leave the, and, and steal the bag that's sitting right there. I'm not taking 150 dollars from your register. Right? Didn't take it. Didn't this take is the it. Time. Tell Didn't the take. No. That camera. I could tell. Tell the world. I could tell New. <laughs> I could tell New Glasgow. I could tell the people at the NSLC. I did not take it. A hundred percent. Didn't do it. I did not. I actually isn't did, that I just incredible. My case with them actually for I, the one. Yeah. The one time you actually didn't steal. Right. And I the one fight. time where it actually wasn't you. No. Even though you have this suspicious criminal history, almost robbed a fucking bank. Almost a robbed a bank. Right, excuse right, me. From the inside truck. out. <laughs> Cashing checks like nobody's right, business, doing right. fucking shit with sure. credit cards and all sure. that, all goes all the way back to the mischievous eight-year-old. Right. And here we are in the small shit town in Nova Scotia. Hey, it's, it's a nice town, whatever, nice but you town. know what I mean. Come on. And all of a sudden, you're being fired for something you did not do. Yeah. And are you thinking that makes sense because of all of the things I've gotten away with in my life? A little bit, a little bit, but at the same time. I think I, I let that go, too, because, yeah, I think a lot of the times I think I did get away with so much, and you know what, whatever, if they want to fire me, fire me, whatever. It's probably not going to be a good fit if they don't want me there. I I actually really liked working there. I was in a small town, like you said. Right. I was dating a really great girl, and, uh, yeah, man, just after that, just things kind of spiraled downhill, and, yeah, just ended up moving back to Toronto. Right. The uh, yeah, yeah. bar and restaurant and all the things you worked right. at out there. Right. Fired? No, no. No. I left. Like, left. Yeah. Like, okay. shout out to the bistro. Okay. And, and the commune and... Yeah. Shout out to them. <laughs> Here's what I'd like to do. Uh, wherever you're watching this or listening to this right now, if you're watching this, I want you right. to leave a comment below. I want you to tell me if you think he stole that money. Okay. <laughs> $150. I'm, I'm, I'm better than that. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm better than that. I think he stole it. I not not nothing against you. Hey, do you know I'm going solely on everything we've learned here tonight. Right. Okay. Come on. I think that you stole it, and I want to know what people think. And leave a comment. Did he steal it? Did he not? Now I want you to listen to everything we've heard right. about this gentleman's criminal history, his past. I think it, I think it was it was some residue stolen. left over. Yeah, that, I, think I so. just like let me get it out of my system. I think I think uh, just I don't one know. More time. I don't know like, what your see boss if I got was it. like. Let's see I don't if know I got how it, you were so. treated there. I don't know right. the specifics, but I think it was one final. <laughs> you think, fuck you. You think I sabotaged myself? You do think, I think you, you think, do? No, you think I did in that case? Like maybe I like did it on purpose, mm. maybe to get fired. Is that why you did it? I'm asking you. You think? What do you think from hearing all that now? Well, that's an interesting point. See, I, I don't know if it's the thrill for you right. of the steal right. or the thrill of like, oh, I might get caught, I might not. <laughs> because here you are, right. you know, this has been a while now where you haven't stolen like that we know of. I'm out of retirement almost. Right. Like. You came out, you, you left the game after the after the credit card stuff was over and you found out your friend was still from it. Give me a 10-year 10 gap. 10 years. And I think it just, something was in you and you thought, no. you know what? Fuck this. I, I used to do this all the time. I stole $77,000. How can I not get away with 150 bucks? I think it was a perfect amount too because it's like, well, if I'm going to steal $150, why would I not steal 
right. all of the money in the cash register. Why wouldn't I steal way more than $150? Why wouldn't I That's steal? That's what yeah, I think just, is the genius yeah. about it. I think we've got a fucking mastermind here. We've no. got a guy who never got no, caught. No, no, his just... whole life, he's been stealing. He's been doing all these things. Not his whole life, but for like a while there. <laughs> a couple years. A good, a couple solid 10-year yeah. chunk where you, didn't Eight, get a, you got away years. with everything. Yeah. Everything, $77,000 yeah. sitting in the fucking passenger seat. Right. This guy's getting away with it. That $150, <laughs> for sure, man. It fucks me, man. For sure, Yo, as a back, point. That was a, that was a hard 150 because after that, the, the girlfriend broke up with me. Right. And a bunch right. of other stuff just started going downhill. So Karma. That's karma. Maybe that was karma. I'm clean now. So, by the way, if, uh, if I ever do apply to anyone or if anyone here watching this has a job you know think i might be suitable for you know i am trustworthy and i am a, a hard worker well this has been i i must say this has been very enlightening right and <laughs> i i appreciate that you were able to be here appreciate you being so honest and right. forthcoming Maybe here a lot honest. of people probably wouldn't honest. have said a lot of this i probably shouldn't have used some of those people's names either yeah probably should right. not use names or or uh, but i appreciate Specific that you were circumstances very honest and companies I this apologize. was very honest right. and big companies too like companies right. that can really make a dent you right. know what i mean but really I, really I, popular I'm not, I'm not scared of you now because i got jeff leeson remember that if you guys come for me, you got to come for him. Just remember that. I'm with... For the record, I had nothing to do with any of this. No, but this is my just guy. Simply just simply a journalist saying. getting to the bottom of the story, you I know, guess. Come a on. journalist is having a rum and coke. Come on, work. we're friends. We're friends. Yeah, so... This is like uh, this is like the payroll department <laughs> at the city of Toronto. Huh? That was exactly... The guy kind of looked a little bit like you. I'm not even going to lie. Hey, why not, man? The guy was fucking hilarious, too. If I were to be honest, that's why I... Like, his death hit me real hard, I remember, because he was just one of the funnier guys I knew. But I remember thinking, like, well, this guy likes to be the life of the party. He likes to be, like, Mr. Fun Guy in the office after hours. And then he literally died at, like, a cottage. He fell into a puddle of water, like, this thick and died. And I was like, okay, well, I got to clean my act up. And apparently I didn't. But uh, rest in peace, David Johnstone. Well, this was a <laughs> awkward end. Talked about a lot of really fun, lighthearted stuff. You stole some money, fired a bunch, and we gotta we gotta end on this fucking guy R. died R. in a puddle. <laughs> I mean, saying it, it's not funny, but just think it's of the, not. No, just think of the visual though. No, it's not like, funny. I, it's not funny that he died. No, no, of definitely not. not funny that he's dead. No, I love that guy. Like In I a said. puddle is hilarious. I'm sorry, I did not expect that. No, I'm trying I'm sorry. everything I could not to burst out in laughter, <laughs> but that might be one of the funniest sentences I've ever heard. He died in a in a puddle. And I'm sorry. No offense to the guy that you first right. and last named, right. but I, I this is a weird end I'm to sorry. find out a guy died in a puddle. I'm sorry about that, but I'm That's sure. That's okay. But uh, he had a huge impact on your life. Huge impact. You know? And look at that. Now I'm in funny business in a way and I get to work with great people in comedy. And yeah. There you go. It all paid off, you know? I'm a it straight. It all paid off thanks to the payroll I'm department. I'm a straight. <laughs> it all with started the in the payroll department and it's led to this. It has paid off. Derek Birch. Definitely. I want to thank you very much. Uh, for being here all right, thank and you for uh, sharing me. this uh, incredible right. part two coming oh, soon. All right, We're hopefully not really done. But yeah, no, you can go. Okay, you're obviously in a hurry. No, he's no. in a hurry. You good? Peace. Derek Birch, everyone. Thanks for being here, man. All right, man. Thanks. Get out. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. What a wild ride that was. Uh, what a fascinating life that guy has lived. Thank you so much to Derek Birch for being here. Uh, I hope this does, I hope this the release of this podcast does not cause him any trouble with the law. I'm pretty sure the statute of limitations uh, has run out, if, if there even is anything like that, on everything he just told us. I, I couldn't appreciate more how open and honest that guy was. There, there wasn't... There wasn't one thing that he held back there that I that I could tell. So I really appreciate that. And thank you guys so much for being here. I, I, I 
I can't express to you how much I appreciate it. I appreciate you watching if you're here on YouTube. I appreciate you listening anywhere that you get your podcasts. Look what I'm doing here. Why am I doing this? If, if you're listening to this, I'm doing something stupid with my hand, and I don't know why. I've never done this before, and all of a sudden I'm doing it now like I'm a fucking politician giving a, giving a speech. But I'm not. I'm, a, I'm an idiot behind a desk talking about a podcast. Anyways, I digress. Thanks once again to Derek Birch. Thank you guys for watching. Thanks for listening. And we will see you next week. Well, we won't see you. You'll see, you'll hear, you know what I mean. Fucking see you next week.